Welcome to Never Too Late podcast with Monish, Gagan and Vidita. The place to be for becoming someone else's story. Here in our podcast, we reveal how to create income streams through your impact that works for you so that you can uplift our fellow earthlings while doing what you love. The host of today's podcast would be Gagan and myself Monish. Through this episode, we explain Why has the world suddenly turned towards green? You will learn about how ESG has become a vote and profit generating machines and what really is the solution for all of our environment wrongdoings. You may want to listen till the end because the last point is the most critical. Before we start, I would like to ask all of you a question. Let's suppose I place a big red apple in front of you. What is the first thought that comes to your mind? when you see the apple could you friends guess that for me mm something to eat and sweet but diabetic friendly maybe good immunity do we see a pattern in here eat diabetic friendly immunity and these all the utilities of apple and not the apple itself we look at apple as a function of our utility and perception in fact I would like to extend that and say we look at the world in terms of our utility and perception and billion dollar companies are no exception to this. Let's take a case of Google. Google frames itself as a multifaceted technology company which seems reasonable enough as an addition to its search engine. Google has a plethora of softwares in the market not to mention robotic cars wearable tech etc however if we have a close look at the revenues 95% of google's revenue comes from search advertising which is due to the fact that they are monopolists in the search engine market owning up to 68% of the total market what if i told you the rise of esg investing is to a good extent attributed to the same reason why google lies as not being a monopoly Google knows that bragging about their mon- great monopoly invites being audited, scrutinized and attacked. By representing itself as just part of the market and not the market itself, Google validates its social license which enables it to grow even further. Furthermore, due to COVID-19 impact, the perception and not the direct connection aggregated and set a new standard for such a social license. private equity players have realized you can't ipo a business unless it's got a really strong sustainability or esg story so they are all hiring heads of esg or sustainability at very senior levels to oversee their portfolios a company's relationship with the planet either through their product or their behavior not only enables them with market goodwill but also helps gain a competitive advantage over some of the other companies that may not be beaten purely on price and gagan to add upon this according to a survey conducted by nadisix investment managers institutions applying for impact investment rose from a mere 6% in 2019 to staggering 34% in 2021 which along with the social license aspect which most firms refer to as quote and quote organizational values 
could be attributed to diversification of their portfolio, enhanced downside protection, direct indexing technology, which in its turn is quite revolutionary as it allows you to seamlessly integrate your personal values across your assets with a push of a button. Evolving data and analytics, and the most important of them all, better storytelling. Storytelling has to be one of the most underrated aspects of ESG growth with Australian bushfires and several droughts in Taiwan and Latin America, not just being centers of impact, but also being centers of impactful storytelling. The biggest one, however, has to be no other than Mr. No More Nice Guy, Donald Trump. Even before Donald Trump took office, ESG was a political football with attempts to ban the filing of most ESG stakeholder resolutions as part of the 2017 Financial Choice Act. The Trump administration went even further, providing anti-ESG recommendations, thereby prohibiting the introduction of value-based investments into the country's retirement funds. Ironically, I feel the Trump administration had a favorable impact on the ESG. The president's word frequently sparked widespread outrage, resulting in increased political and social awareness. For example, the Me Too and the Black Lives Matter moments sparked a national conversation. According to the United States Forum for Sustainable and Responsible Investment, total US domiciled assets under management using the ESG strategies surged 42% under the Trump administration from $12 trillion in 2018 to $17.1 trillion in early 2020. Considering such a rise in ESG investments, we believe that the current phase of impact investments should be compared to the pandemic but without the government restrictions. Not to compare a global climate change and poverty with a global pandemic, but just think about this. Without the government restrictions in place, would the businesses around us stop being the profit-making machines that they are? It's quite natural to think that the effects of coronavirus would have been 10 times more devastating without a barrier to hold these machines. It's also important to understand that the local businesses have to strive in their local and global competitions. And in order for them to strive, one has to be a profit-making machine or else you just won't survive. That's exactly why it's easier to market oneself as sustainable than actually be sustainable. We will elaborate on this in future episodes. However, one must understand that true change in ESG investments would happen only after government interventions are taken into consideration and are put into place. The biggest driver of ESG investments is yet to come. Sooner than later, governments will realize climate change being five times as more deadly than the current pandemic and we pledge to be part of this transition. Whether it's Greta Thunberg or Existential Rebellion or all the student organizations pushing for change or whether it's that feeling that maybe, just maybe, we've crossed that tipping point. The rise in awareness has been unprecedented for the greater good. The average board tenure is 5 to 7 years and some of these non-zero targets are set out for 2050. Essentially, there is no accountability for so we want to see the steps for 2025, 2030, etc. We want a gradual transition, not a disruptive one. However, only time can tell us if the market actually created an impact or all of this 
was just a marketing gimmick to accelerate the sales. Be part of our story by pressing the follow button and sharing our podcast with your network. And we promise to empower your life by helping you empower others. You may also sign up to our life-changing newsletter on www.impactbear.com.